Hello friends, welcome to the After Hours Lounge, welcome back if you're a regular listener. My name is Sandy and I am your host and I'm excited for another episode of Sofa Sessions. Um, this is the solo episode I do uh, every every fourth episode uh, is now going to be one of these. So essentially I take a little look back um, at some of the, uh, the most valuable lessons that I've taken from the previous three episodes. Uh, one from each episode and then kind of have a chat about what I've been up to um, over the course of a month, what I've learned, um, what, I'm, what I've been up to, just, just sort of things like that, catching up about me, uh, what I've been reading, watching, listening. I know a lot of people love that and I always love a good recommendation as well so uh, getting into that and we've got a lot to unpack this month um, on top of the, the three lessons, those of you following me on Instagram at the After Hours Lounge, if you already don't, uh, will know that uh, I had my first Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu competition uh, at the weekend, and you could say it didn't go well at all. Um, I lost everything, and I suppose <laughs> one of the messages I got from people were like, well, at least you get plenty of podcast content out of it, and I was like, well, <laughs> I think I'd rather have won. Um, but I suppose he's right, because... Again, a lot of podcast content out of it. So yeah, I'll discuss that. And you know, everyone, I've had so many messages. People saying, "Oh, you 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 learn more from failure than you do from winning," and all this. But it's still nice to win, isn't it? But anyway, discuss a bit of that, and I'm sure there'll be a lot of you relating to to that to losing. Uh, you know, I'm not saying all of you do Brazilian Jiu Jitsu, but you know, losing something, losing in something that you enjoy. Um, and that you love and that you feel like you're improving at is is really difficult. Um, and then kind of I suppose going into my plans for overcoming that um, and getting back on the back on the mats and things. Um, so yeah, without further ado, uh, let's go sofa sessions. Let's go. Let's go. Kicking off episode two of Sofa Sessions, we are going to dive straight into the lessons that I have taken from the previous three episodes. So one lesson from each episode. Uh, I know you guys are busy. You guys have got stuff to do. You might not have time to listen to the whole episode, so you might have missed the little pearl of wisdom uh, that I, as the host, took away from the conversation. So that is the idea of these Sofa Sessions. It's a bit of a catch-up, and then, you know, if you guys like what you hear, you can go back and listen to the full episode. Um, so kicking off then my episode with Vicky Balfour aka Vicky Bikes um, Vicky came on the podcast uh, after a long time I've been chatting to her we met uh, around April last year weirdly we met in Dakla a lot of mutual friends she was out with her family um, you know they were out kite surfing I was out there windsurfing and we just got chatting and then uh, it, it's just taken us this long to actually sit down and connect and, and do a podcast um, you know, talking all about her work as a, a mindful mechanic uh, in the mountain biking industry and all the stuff she does uh, with that and, and fixing a bike and f- helps you fix yourself uh, and the idea of that is awesome so definitely make sure you check the full episode out but the main thing that I took away uh, from that episode and it's something I've spoken about a fair bit um, and it's something that, that Vicky really held on to as well is the idea that um, what you determine as success changes as you improve so, you know, she, she used it through the, the kind of prism of mountain biking, which when you look at is, is a pretty extreme sport um, and perhaps isn't quite as inclusive as you, as you think, you know, as you might want it to be. Uh, you know, a lot of people realistically don't want to jump off a 30-foot ramp and try and do a backflip on a bike, do they? So they feel like, oh, or, or go down a super steep mountain. 
you know, dodging trees and rocks and all that stuff. And and actually, it, it can be quite difficult to get into it, and you feel like part of the scene. Um, and that was something interesting also that that Vicky spoke about. But the idea of success, you know, when you when you first start something like mountain biking or, or windsurfing or jujitsu or golf or a, any any sport or activity that you you enjoy, you know, when you first start your idea of success is essentially just getting through it and you're like cool you know oh i've done it i've you know for me jujitsu i'm like if i manage to get through around and i don't throw up at the end then cool i've i've succeeded you know but then as as more time has gone by what i once deemed as like yes this is successful i've smashed it today becomes just like every other day and i think it's a bit of a trap that we all fall into because sometimes our ego gets hold of us. You know, if we have a couple of particularly good days in a row, we end up expecting that to happen all the time. So I suppose what this point is about is is kind of managing expectations and, and taking time now and then to look back at how far you've come rather than necessarily, you know, getting getting used to the norm of how well you're performing at something. And then perhaps you have one bad day and you beat yourself up over it. Actually take some time to look back and go, do you know what, I've come pretty far. And and can I compare yourself to, you know, I mean, I'll use my jiu-jitsu competition as an example, you know, comparing myself to how good I was at jiu-jitsu six months ago, a year ago, it's like night and day, you know, but my level of success has now been raised so much as I've improved that I think I don't do that enough and I tend to beat myself up a lot for it. Um, so that was something that I really took from my conversation with Vicky is, is make sure you take the time to look back and see how far you've come and, and adjust your your level of success sometimes and maybe put i know people are like raise the bar put the bar as high as possible you know uh, but actually sometimes lowering it slightly and managing your expectations will will help you kind of finish the day with a smile rather than feeling like shit about yourself um so that's some something to think about uh next lesson next lesson my friend elliot hawkins who I've known for quite a while now, a very good friend of mine. Um, he's a, an entrepreneur, essentially, just a very, very smart guy. He's helped me a lot over the years with with business and advised me on the even just things about the podcast to do and things. Um, and we've been talking about going on the podcast for a while and then we just made it happen. Um, Elliot himself, actually, uh, you know, he was quite nervous about coming on the podcast. He's not, not very, you know, big into the kind of public speaking and, you know, w- was a bit worried about it. So... Um, you know, pretty pretty stoked that he came on. Whilst he kind of wanted to come on the podcast, I think there was a lot of nerves behind it. And um, again, why am I? I'm sorry. I keep talking about my jiu-jitsu competition. You know, getting yourself out of your comfort zone, even if, in my case, it wasn't successful. Uh, I suppose is still an important and a good thing to do and a sign of growth. Uh, for Elliot, I thought the podcast was great. I've had some great comments about it. Some people have really enjoyed it. So in Elliot's case, it was a, a great success. But one of the the things that Elliot uh, talked about a lot was, you know, you see all these entrepreneurs and things like that, and then they get to the point where they kind of, they've sold their business and they're sitting online going, I'll help you do yours. And they're sat on the beach in Bali or something, drinking a Mai Tai with a, with a MacBook next to them or something like that. And, and the thing we talked about was the idea of that kind of dream at the end of the road where you're sort of sitting on a beach twiddling your thumbs and, and you don't need to work anymore and you're kind of done and how that's that's not really a dream because as Elliot said and I suppose it's a fairly obvious thing if you're one of those kind of people that is that driven and determined that you're going to start a business and run it to the point where you can sell it or you can you know kind of retire early or, or anything like that 
you're not going to want to just sit on a sunbed and read books and drink Mai Tais. You're going to want to find something else. You know, Elliot was like, the minute I got, I get there, I'm, I'm just going to start something else. So I think there's a lot to be said for, you know, if I suppose what society would deem as the most successful among us, you know, people with people with lots of money that have started very successful businesses and things, if even when they get to the point where they have this financial freedom or, you know, whatever it is that we're all chasing, where they can just go and sit on a beach and do nothing for the rest of their lives, even they'll get there and go, well, what do I do now? So I think it's important to to just focus on, it sounds so lame to say, but just focus on the journey. Focus on trying to enjoy it and and get through the get through the process and and building that up because once you do get to the beach you know I, i'm not saying it's always a beach i'm using the beach as a metaphor in case you hadn't noticed sorry that sounded really condescending i promise it wasn't um once you get to the the end of the road you kind of go right well yeah this isn't all it's cracked up to be so it's very important to kind of take those small wins along the way and enjoy the ride rather than looking for the looking for the destination all the time um, and that was a big thing that I took from from Elliot's chat, and I think it's something important. I think it's something that we all need to do a little bit more. We're always thinking about tomorrow, um, and tomorrow isn't promised, as we know. We've got to try and try and be present a little bit more, um, and and yeah, enjoy the enjoy the ride. Um, so that's 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 Elliot's lesson, and then my third lesson came from Mr. Steve Gwenin. Uh, Steve is a kind of personal life coach. I suppose, uh, but with a focus on surfing, this kind of unique take on basically helping uh, high-level kind of executives, you know, basically people who work loads, um, helping them basically gain a bit more work-life balance um, and and get out surfing on the water a bit more. Uh, he's based in Cape Town, down in South Africa, one of my favourite places in the world. Um, and yeah, this is this comes from all kind of personal experience of Steve being one of these kind of high-powered executives in a job that sounds like the dream, uh, but he realised you know his his kids were sort of growing up and surfing without him, uh, and he was just missing a load of of things. So he sort of took some time out, and then had sort of people messaging him, you know, he was trying to figure out what to do, and 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 kind of he joined the dots, and and this is now what he does for a living. Uh, so he came on the podcast, you know, discussing all that and 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 how he does it, and and the lessons that he passes on to people in order for them to get more work-life balance and spend more time doing what they love um, and things like that which I'm sure all you regular listeners will know is something that definitely resonates with me you know after my you know what it's what happened to, to me in in 2019 you know I I realized I wasn't happy and I quit my job and with with basically the idea of as soon as it's windy or anything like that I can I can go windsurfing you know I made time for being able to do what I love doing <clears throat> Um, so yeah, with that, the big lesson I took from Steve, or it, it's perhaps not necessarily a new concept or a new idea, uh, again, but I love the way Steve said it, and <clears throat> it's what I've said all along about um, having something that you love doing and, and how valuable that is, um, and how few people actually seem to have it. They ha- they don't, be outside of work, or just sort of going to the pub with mates or anything like that, they don't necessarily have a passion, something that they love doing, you know, whether that is surfing, uh, golf, jiu-jitsu football anything um you know actually having something that you enjoy doing and the value of that and the way steve framed it was it you can use it to reboot your mind you know uh by doing going out and doing something you love and and for him it was it was going surfing you know and these guys feeling the stress of work and everything but if they could take an hour out of their day 
to to just get out in the water, go surfing, and come back in, and you feel refreshed. And I'm sure those of you who who do surf or go wild swimming or anything, there's also a lot to be said about going in the ocean for mental health. I don't need to go into that here. I've done countless episodes on it, and there's loads of other resources for on on the kind of blue health movement and what going in the ocean is doing for for people's mental health. You know, even just going for a walk by the sea uh, is proven to reduce stress. Um, but the idea of this of it rebooting your mind, you know, I've I've listened to a lot of podcasts recently and people talking about how, you know, you, you know, you can like we've got there's this sort of thing of muscle memory. You know, people the way you get good at sport, you essentially your your body learns how to do certain techniques and things like that, and, and that's how you get good at a, a sport. And likewise, you can do that with the pathways in your brain. You know, when you when the way the way you think about something, you kind of have to go back and sort of re- rewrite it a little bit um, and the idea of sort of rebooting your mind with with getting out on the water um, I think is an extremely valuable thing and I think if you don't have something that you love doing that you can use to kind of reboot your mind whether it's a couple of times a week or ideally every day um, I think you'll find you won't be as satisfied and happy by the end of the week or, or that day um, so yeah finding something that you're passionate about and, and utilising it um, not just as something to enjoy your time, but actually as a tool for your mental well-being and helping you reboot your mind, um, is great. And and since since I had that conversation with Stephen, I think about it that way. When I go to jujitsu or I go surfing or something, I do think about it like that, and I come out of it and I do have a bit more clarity, and I'm like I'm perhaps a bit more motivated to then go and do more work, or, or more thing you know other productive things, um, because I feel yeah rebooted. So yeah, that was that was my lesson from the episode with Steve. Uh, make sure you check out the full episodes because uh, there was far more in it than those those brief three lessons. But they're my they're my three lessons from the from the last month from from Vicky, Elliot, and Steve. Um, yeah, good ones, and I hope you guys take something from it as well. Um, on to let's get on to the elephant in the room then. Uh, so yeah, I've been doing jujitsu properly for a year now. I would say. Obviously, I go away a lot. I travel. You know, I spent the summer in Greece and I trained with a couple of my friends there a little bit, but not really. And then I went to Brazil for six weeks. And then, yeah, so I, I go away quite a lot. So I don't know how long I've actually been training, but but it's been a year since I started going to the, the gym I'm at now um, where I train, you know, quite a few times a week. Um, I missed all the competitions last year, both because I didn't want to enter them and because I was away for most of them. Uh, but this one, I was like, you know, what? I, I feel ready. I've been training a lot this year since January and um, I thought yeah let's have a go so I started you know really looking after my diet Uh, in the last three and a bit weeks I've lost four kilos probably the lightest I've been for nearly 10 years Uh, and probably the fittest I've been maybe ever Um, I've been lighter than this and skinnier than this but that was because I was a poor seasonaire who couldn't afford to feed myself Um, but I'm probably the fittest I've ever been Um, but yeah I, I don't you know, I kind of arrived and I, I I feel like I took all the necessary steps to make sure that I was prepared. Um, I think it's worth noting, I'm not going to make any excuses either, but I think it's worth noting that I'm a very, by nature, I'm a very uncompetitive person. Um, I'm very competitive and very hard on myself, but generally I'm, I'm not competitive uh, by nature. I think it's because um, I had or a lot of hearing issues as a kid. I had hearing aid for years and, and all that sort of stuff. So I never really played group sports because I really struggled with them. 
like playing football or rugby or, or things like that because I had hearing aids and I couldn't really focus on what was going on. So I never really got into that sort of competitive sport as a kid and therefore never really took it up as a teenager and then as an adult obviously with windsurfing I did a couple of competitions here or there and then now I work on the other side of it uh, you know commentating and things like that so as a competitor it's just never been a thing I really enjoy or do but with jiu-jitsu it's kind of part of the culture of the sport Um, it's an adversarial sport so I thought you know what I'll I'll have a go Um, and yeah I think the bright lights of it all and the noise just got the better of me and I think sadly my, my mind got the better of me I think I need to work on my aggression a little bit be a bit more aggressive um and I've had so many good messages from people you know like I said at the in the intro you know a lot of people saying you learn more from failure and and all that stuff and yeah it's great but uh it's I think it's still important to just sit there and just feel shit about it you know if if I just snapped straight out of it and was like right I'm fine now it kind of you just you don't really give it the gravity it deserves and I worked really hard for it and I sucked Everything that I didn't want to happen happened. I wanted to at least feel competitive, and I don't really feel. I didn't feel like I was at all. Um, now I don't know whether I was dehydrated. I maybe lost a little bit too much weight. Maybe I, I don't know. Uh, but I'm putting it down to my mindset. To be honest, I think I just overcooked my my brain a bit, um, and perhaps need to learn to be a bit more resilient about certain things. Um, and yeah, just the the anxiety, the whatever you know, all the stuff I've suffered with came to the boil. Uh, and simmered over sadly um but as i was saying pre- earlier in the episode you know with uh with the lesson i took from vicky the idea you know success changes we improve if i look back to myself last year you know i look at pictures of myself this time last year and i'm like i barely recognize myself i've lost so much weight i'm so much fitter than i've ever been my jiu-jitsu i'm, I'm like a different person on the mats compared to what i was um, but also just off the mats, just in general as a person, I'm like, I've, I've just improved. In my opinion, I've improved in every aspect of my life. Um, and then Heidi, my girlfriend, when we were leaving the hotel, and I was, I was pretty but I was pretty sad. And she kind of, you know, let gave me the space to be sad, but was also like, look, in, in a week, you're probably not even really going to be thinking about this. And she was like, I guarantee no one else is going to be. And that comes down to the fact that, you know, it might sound bad to say, but no one cares about what you're up to nearly as much as you think they do. And that's a good thing. You know, um, it was hard watching a load of my teammates. I'm not gonna lie. It was hard watching a load of my teammates from the gym, South Coast MMA, big up, Um, you know, them and, and one of my best mates, Bruce there as well. And my new friend, Jake, Bruce's mate. And, you know, watching all of them podium and win and all that stuff. Like, yeah, it's difficult. As I said, I'm not that competitive with that. You know, I don't sit there and I'm like angry about it. They weren't even in my division anyway. But it is hard to be leaving as as one of the only people that didn't, you know, get a medal or didn't do well, didn't even win a match, you know. Um, it's difficult. But actually, as I say, comparison is the thief of joy. And when I actually compare myself to myself, I'm, I think I'm doing pretty good. Um, and I, that ultimately is the most important com- comparison you can make is the one to yourself there's no point comparing yourself to other people because you never know what they're going through uh, and my mate Bruce said something very valuable as well when we were in there and he was like how many of these guys in here windsurf to the level that you do or, or you know all these other things You know, how many of them have got a podcast and all that so actually you know at your lowest moments I think it's important to take stock of all the other achievements that you've made in your life um, and realise that's okay but also 
it's absolutely fine to just feel shit for a few days about something. It shows that you care about it and that you're truly passionate about it. And like I said earlier, that's so important in life to have something that you're passionate about. And I am very passionate about it and that's why I feel shit at the moment because I loved it. I love it and I really want to be good at it and do well at it. And sadly, I didn't. And I'm sure I'll go on to do it again. I'm, You know, I may compete again um, and I may do well next time. Even just going back to the gym and rolling and having a good time, I'm going to be like, cool, cool, I'm back into it, you know. Um, but yeah, it's finding that line between, you know, feeling shit about it all, but not feeling too sorry for yourself, but also recognising how far you've come. And actually just showing up for a competition sometimes is, is the biggest is the biggest win, you know, just just putting, putting in the work initially beforehand. Uh, and and actually showing up is is the biggest part of it. One of my teammates Lee said that to me on the day, and it was it was an awesome thing for him to say. He was like, "That's the the hardest bit is losing the weight, being disciplined, and actually showing up for the competition on the day. We walk in the door, you've you've already won. Even if you lose all your matches, everything you've already won. So that was yeah, big big up to Lee if you're listening. Um, that really helped. Um, so yeah, that's my my competition. That's I suppose that's been the sole focus in February for me. Uh, so in March, April, moving forward the rest of the year, I think I'm I'm going to try and introduce a bit more balance into my life and not you know uh, and try and enjoy myself a bit more. Because February, I, I I proved to myself that I've got a lot more discipline than I perhaps thought I had. Um, but also life is for living, and I think there's definitely a happy medium there. Not just in terms of fitness and losing weight, just just in terms of everything. Um, so yeah, that's that's what I'm going to be doing moving forwards. On to content, what I have been consuming, what I've been reading, what I've been watching, what I have been listening to. Um, I love this part of the podcast. I love telling you guys about this. And I know that you guys are always asking me for recommendations. I've got a few friends that very much, especially when it comes to watching things, they're always like, what are you, what are you watching? I really trust your, your judgment and things. Um, so I suppose we will start there. What have I been watching? Uh, obviously... <clears throat> the Last of Us. Uh, it's been coming out every week for the last couple of months, basically since the start of the year. Um, it's based on a game, PlayStation game from 2013, and it's basically uh, zombies, I suppose, but a, quite a fresh take on it, and it's just two characters trying to make their way across America. And that, I won't spoil it, other than that. There's episode three, if you don't cry, if you didn't cry watching episode three, then you're not a human, and you should go and live with the mushroom zombies because you're not a human Um, because it was it's incredible Uh, yeah that's one of the best shows I've seen for a long time Uh, I've just rewatched season three of Succession because season four is coming out soon the final season I really enjoy that show it's just rich assholes fighting over their huge company I just sit there the whole time I'm like why don't you all just cash out and go and enjoy yourself but I suppose what Elliot said they you know they don't want to go and sit on the sit on the beach at the end of the road because actually they just go and start something else um but yeah really enjoyed watching succession it's just so quick and witty and funny yeah i wish i could talk the way that they talk it's pretty epic uh so that's what i've been watching uh reading uh i finally got round to uh jimmy carr's book before and laughter uh i know a lot of people have told me to read it um, and then I, I know a lot of people are reading it as well. Uh, so yeah, I finally got round to, to that and I think I've got, I've got about an hour left of it. As I said, I don't read books. I listen to them on Audible because um, I really like reading, listening while I'm while I'm walking. I really struggle to just sit down and read a book. So I thought rather than just going, oh no, I don't read. I thought actually if I listen to them, that would be better. Uh, so yeah, I, I'm very nearly finished that and that's been great. Um, and I'm yeah excited to, to finish finish that one off. 
Um, still listening to all the Warhammer 40,000 books that I talked about in the last Sofa Sessions. I know, I know, I'm a nerd. But if you're a nerd too, you're going to love them. I'm trying to get as many of my friends on it as possible because I just want someone to talk to about them. Um, it's just such a cool world. I'm very excited for what Henry Cavill is going to be doing now that he's going to be uh, making a TV show set in that universe um, with Amazon and stuff like that. They've always been very protective about their uh, IP because they don't want someone to make a show or a film and it be rubbish. But I think they trust Henry Cavill. Uh, and I trust Henry Cavill as well. So very excited about that. But yeah, in the meantime, reading a load of those books. Um, yeah, if you guys are interested, I would start by reading First and Only by Dan Abnett. Uh, that's a good book. If you want a bit of escapism and you like that kind of thing. Um, and then uh, I'm about to start reading a book called Super Fans. But I suppose I shouldn't be telling you about that because that's all about basically how to get more people to listen to the podcast and things. But I think it's important, like... I think you should always have uh, someone I spoke to the other day. He was like, I've always got three or four books on the go and they're all about different things. You know, one's a fiction book to escape. Um, one is perhaps, you know, something like the Jimmy Carr book. That's just someone you really like and find interesting and you want to know more about their life and what they've got to say. Uh, and then one that's a bit more about work or something you want to achieve. And that's kind of the route I'm taking now. So I've got my Warhammer 40,000 books, which is escapism. Um, I've got the Jimmy Carr book, which is like self-development and just a bit of fun. Um, and then I've, I'm about to start reading Superfans, which is how to build a successful business, essentially. Uh, and grow your, grow your tribe. How to get more of you lovely people listening to this podcast. Um, so that's what I have been, what I've been reading. And then in terms of listening, um, I've been listening to a lot of Modern Wisdom, Chris Williamson podcast. I can't remember if I mentioned that in Sofa Sessions, but I'm a bit late to the party with his podcast. Um, but just everything he puts out and the whole his whole vibe and everything is just... I'm, I'm really aspiring to, I suppose, be a bit like that. Um, obviously, without just completely copying. He, you know, his isn't perhaps as mental health focused. His is just sort of human stuff. And he, he talks about some things that I'm actually not, not that interested in. Um, so I choose not to listen to it. Funny that. You can actually do that. You don't need to moan about it. You just, just ignore it and, and listen to the ones you enjoy. Um... So yeah, I'm really enjoying that. Obviously, the Empire podcast had James Dyer on the podcast recently, on my podcast. Oh, I'm getting a bit podcast wanky right now, sorry. Um, but yeah, the Empire podcast, they're doing weekly uh, specials for The Mandalorian. Oh my God, The Mandalorian's back. Star Wars, yes, Mandalorian. That's that's all we need to talk about. Um, yeah, Star Wars, Mandalorian's back. I might go to Star Wars Celebration in April, but I don't have anyone to go with. So if anyone listening to this wants to go to Star Wars Celebration with me in London, at the start of April, please let me know because I don't really want to go by myself. Although I talk about going to the cinema by myself a lot and how good it is, but going all the way up to London by myself to go to like a little festival and wander around, well, it's not a little festival, it's going to be fucking massive, but I don't know. I feel like going with a mate would be a lot more fun. But anyway, yeah, come to Star Wars Celebration with me. But I suppose, yeah, that's what I've been reading, watching, and listening to. Uh, do let me know what you guys have been checking out as well. I love a, I love a recommendation. Um, and that basically wraps up another Sofa Sessions there, guys. So, yeah, my three three lessons that I've learned. Uh, if you're interested in them, please go back and listen to, to the podcast. I promise they're all really good. Um, if you like what I'm doing, you guys can follow me on Instagram over there at the After Hours Lounge. Uh, if you go to the link in my bio there... Um, there's various ways you can support the podcast. Uh, if you want to buy me a beer, uh, you can do so through my Buy Me A Coffee link, uh, although I don't really drink much beer anymore, but you can basically give me a little bit of money. Um, 
by this comes out, I probably won't have the merch site live. I'm still so lazy, I'm sorry. But the merch site will be live soon, so you guys can buy some fresh threads with my logo on it, which would be very much appreciated. Um, and then now I'm doing uh, bi-weekly emails as well. Um, so please head to the link in my bio and sign up for my email list. But the easiest way that you can support the podcast is literally by following or subscribing on your preferred podcast platform. So give me a follow on Spotify, subscribe on Apple Podcasts, um, and please leave a little rating and a review. A uh, star rating uh, and a little review goes so far in terms of the, the podcast platform algorithms, and it really, really helps me um, Yeah, grow, grow the podcast. So I thank you in advance for doing all those things. Uh, I hope you guys have a great week. Um, we'll be back next week with a, another episode with a great guest that I've been trying to get on for ages, and I'm very excited about it, and you guys should be too. Um, and with that, yeah, see you next week.